It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. Uh, we've got the whole team back together. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, finally all together, thankfully not in the same room for a lot of obvious reasons, but uh, John McDermott's here. Hey, everybody. And, of course, Carson Ray. Hey, everybody. Great day to talk about X-Wing. Uh, is it a great day to talk about X-Wing? I feel like so much has changed in the last week. <laughs> of course week. it is. We can't really play much X-Wing, so we just got to talk about it. That's all, that's We're just all the X-Wing that's left. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we kind of had to pivot our plans for the next couple weeks because of some event cancellations, actually a lot of event cancellations. Uh, we kind of had an idea what these next two episodes were going to be, so we had to pivot. So today we're going to talk a little bit about my sort of store championship victory from this past weekend. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about some of the future of X-Wing and some other interesting uh, little topics we'll have. So uh, let's hope this is a pretty good episode. Content is content. Content is content. All right. So to start off, it's always weird. I feel like when we have to talk about events that we've individually won. So can you guys talk about the details of this event? Because it feels weird for me. Yeah, so the Dreamers Vault Game Store in Champlin, Minnesota had its store championship uh, this past weekend, and it was 31 players, ended up being five rounds of Swiss, top uh, four cut, and it was TO'd by Chris Benke-Need. He's a local up there, and I believe kind of the group leader of the filthy casual group that plays at that store regularly. Yep. So I heard it was a pretty good event. I know uh, you and Paul... Or, I mean, you and Paul were both there. Paul was streaming on behalf of Radio TCX, and Tim, you played. Yeah, so and a huge shout-out to Chris, too, for putting on that event. Uh, might be the last store championship we have for a little while due to all the uh, quarantining and whatnot. Uh, but he did a fantastic event. We did the got through the whole event without any hiccups. Also, a huge shout-out to Paul, who was doing a live stream on the Radio TCX feed. Uh, you should still be able to watch the archive on that on Twitch right now, and I think we'll... Maybe eventually pull some games down, too, if I think they're uh, worth snagging for the archives. But uh, Paul did an awesome job pretty much solo streaming the entire day. Andy Myers helped him out uh, for the last match of the event. But, yeah, the whole event went on, I think, pretty much without a hitch. Um, It was weird. Like, I ended up winning the event, but it was a little um, odd because I was fifth overall. And, of course, we had a cut to top four. Um, our, I think it was our third or fourth place. Might have been fourth place. Player was not going to be able to play out the event. Uh, so he dropped and then us like, while I was driving back with Jimmy Johns before I was going to go watch the finals, I got a text from Paul that's like, Oh, you're, you're actually in, we had a player drop. So I got to play two bonus games of X-Wing that I was not expecting that day. Nice. Tim, don't you kind of have a history of like winning the last door champ? <laughs> Is that like, Oh, you think this will be the last one forever? I am the eternal store champion <laughs> of the, uh, Maple Grove air traffic games toys and game store uh shout out to paul zenisek also i'll give a shout out to paul zenisek while i'm here if you're a minnesota person definitely check out paul's um antique video game and board game store heroic in minneapolis um paul used to manage the uh, air traffic in maple grove before that closed sadly but paul's been doing an awesome job with uh, heroic in minneapolis so it is definitely one of the best minneapolis game stores definitely check that out if you're in the area but yes 
eternal store champion for maple grove air traffic and now at least a year-long champion of dreamers vault in champlin um it was a super fun event i gotta give a shout out to to um alexander mcdonough and andy myers who both made the top cut there uh andy myers played me in the first round with his boba fed and uh, i got some got some fortunate turns there so i was able to take that game but andy's always a great gracious opponent to play against so i cannot speak highly enough of andy um, he's just like the nicest guy. Um, and if you ever meet him, you'll understand why. Uh, but a huge special shout out to, to Daniel Wachnick, who um, he hasn't, po- I don't think he's posted a lot of tournament results around here recently, but he was a fantastic player. He actually beat me in the fifth round of Swiss, which was initially why I got knocked out. And when I say beat, I mean, he absolutely crushed me with his first order list. He was rocking four tie FOs with uh, Kylo Ren. Uh, versus my four SFs with Von Reg and his man that Kylo Ren with Proton Torpedo and uh, Advanced Optics is pretty brutal. Yeah, it was a fun store championship. Uh, luckily, I got to watch. Uh, thanks, Paul. Um, yeah, the only real X Men content was you guys doing that stream, so <laughs> that was awesome. And big bonus getting to watch you win it all at the end, Tim. But I will say, I think I think Daniel looked like he was flying better than you were in that final. Wrecked. Oh, a hundred like, and I felt bad too because it was like it was sad because he had already he had already crushed me, and I really at the end of that game it was pretty close, but I really only won because I got that lucky half points on Kylo right at the end. Um, I think it was it a it was just a random tie SF shot I think that was probably not expected to do damage um that happened a couple times that's just kind of how you do damage on kylo it never happens when you expect it those rear arc sf shots are always clutch though like every time oh yeah yeah well and i like i because i knew if he because that stupid uh proton torpedo is just so nasty because he had instinctive aim uh proton torpedo and advanced optics so basically what he would do is um he could spend a force to shoot the torpedo without a target lock and then he could modify it with his other force charge and spend the focus he took to change a blank to a hit. So if he rolled an average roll, he'd have to spend all his tokens, but he would do usually four hits, um, which Gross. is just like, that's the most terrifying thing. He doesn't need a target lock, so it doesn't matter that I'm I-6. Yeah, that was utterly terrifying, and it's kind of what destroyed me the first time we played. Uh, it's a good combo, though. I did not think about that, and I'm definitely looking into that now. I'm trying to think, like, I think I flew Kylo, like, in some, like, basement games just for fun, like, once or twice in first edition, Um, but I don't think I've ever actually played him at, like, a tournament-level event. He's fun. Like, I had, um, I was batting with him the whole past, like, pre-Worlds and Worlds event stuff. Kylo is, I think he's the superior, hands down, the superior First Order ace well over Von Reg. Von Reg's a pretty fair ship, and he tends to take a lot of damage, so... My Von Reg throughout the whole tournament was basically limping with half points most of the time. Yeah. Um, the Really, the only reason I take Von Reg right now is just because Kylo is so expensive. Like, he's better. Passive mods with the Force are amazing. Um, but, I like, right now I'd rather fit four SFs in my list than have to, like, compromise on that and squeeze an FO in. Sure. Um, though, now that I've seen Kylo again, I might just shift back to doing Kylo with an FO and three SFs. Because that still fits. You just don't have much of a bid. You can't one-shot Kylo either. Yep, that's the other. Well, I had hull upgrade on Von Reg, which I actually would recommend if you're going to fly him. It's seven points in hyperspace, but it saved me at least two of my games uh, where I got to down to one hit left. Nice. Yeah, I really like that that choice for hull upgrade. 
Now, I know you've been messing with the missile, the Magpulse, but I think for about the same price point, that hole does a lot more. Keeps him oh, yeah. alive, keeps him above his half point threshold, and you know when you're paying a lot for those I six aces, that matters a lot. Yeah, I'm at the point, especially since we don't have like any major events now. I might just retire. It's as sad as it sounds, retire first order to try out some of the other stuff that's popular. I want to look at some more uh, back to resistance because I do like a lot of the yes. stuff I've seen. Actually, Re- Republic though, I the first three games I played at the event were all Republic lists with uh, calibrated laser targeting Jedi. And then either broadside or an arc. Um, and broadside, man, with an ion cannon, that guy is devastating. Like, he was terrifying. I got locked down with Von Reg in one of my games, which, like, with when Von Reg only has the one token, that's not that hard to do. Um, and you can do two I-5s with, like, Plo Koon and Obi-Wan right now in hyperspace. So definitely something to, something to check out with uh, Republic. Okay, so before you give up on First Order, let's talk about the list you won your store champ with. You were flying four generic Zeta Squadron survivors, no upgrade, the perfect way to yep. build them. Of course. And then uh, Major Von Reg with Daredevil and that whole upgrade, full stop, nothing more. That's all you need. Actually, you don't really need anything on Von Reg, but I will tell you, now that I've played enough games with Daredevil, it's it's really good on him. Yeah, there was a lot of cool situations. Um, I got to see if you... Um, doing some pretty unique arc dodging using that daredevil, which was really cool, or just really setting yourself up for a powerful next turn. Well, a lot of times what I'd use it for, like getting the red hard turn boost, it would be to uh, combine that with Von Reg's, uh, you know, barrel roll, strain to barrel roll. Like you can get some really cool turnarounds where you can either one hard and then one hard boost again to basically get a K turn. Uh, without K-turning, or you just do cool stuff like where you take a slight bank, barrel roll out, and then hard turn in, which gives you some really good arc coverage control um, so they can stay closer to the fight, which you kind of need to to do damage with Von Reg. He's not doing much at range 3. I'd swear by it, though. Like, of all the upgrade loadouts I've seen, I know, John, you've been working with Outmaneuver on Von Reg, uh, which is cool, but I just feel like that draws too much attention to him um, because people do get a little more mindful of losing the agility die, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, and I have to fly him differently than I flew the, uh, the regen one. Um, so it's a little different, I guess, but, but yeah, um, I don't know how many times I've just like lost Von Reg to like a one attack just gets popped in one shot. And then the offensive power of the list just goes way down and it feels bad, but yeah, I like the outmaneuver version. Um, overall though, I'm just kind of getting bored of that list anyway um like sfs are cool oh, sure. <laughs> but i'm gonna like you said i'm gonna try some other stuff too it's kind of the same thing all the time yeah yep try it out on vassal that'll be cool so would you guys i want to know if you guys agree on this would you guys say that von reg is a fair ship he is not broken in really any way oh yeah he's he's not that good yeah definitely I actually think he's the weakest ship in your list. A hundred percent. Like the tie SFs each individually, like point for point, way more valuable to me. Well, and watching your games, I think your list has the same problem that a lot of my resistance lists have, which is kind of the Poe problem of, you know, he can put out a lot of damage Von Reg, And if your opponent ignores him, like is a real threat on the flank, 
Uh, but if they do focus him and either get half points or manage to destroy him, that is a lot of points that you have to make back up with your other ships. Wait, are you are you saying that Von Reg is the Poe of the First Order? Oh, uh, he's absolutely the Poe of the First Order. All right, I'm done with him. I'm out. You know, Kylo's a lot of points. I'm done. Uh, yeah, that that should alarm you. Um, Kylo's a lot of points, but he's able to protect those points, right? Um, Von Reg, he gives up points. Like, two attack dice attacks have a decent chance of scoring some hits, and it is not that, that is hard to get half points on him. Yours is a little harder with that whole upgrade, so I like that. I will say the one, I think the one thing that Von Reg really has over Poe is that since I don't have Heroic available, I'm not tempted to spend one point on a blank upgrade card. Um, Wouldn't it be so nice I think that's out, good. to have that Heroic insurance for your, you know, super expensive ace? What's one more point at that point? <laughs> the Von Reg problem is not that I blank out, it's that I roll all focus results when I had to boost instead of taking a focus token. That's really the uh, dilemma you fall into more of the time. Poe can boost and take a focus token pretty good (laughs) (laughs) that's what i have to say about that yeah so you know right about now we should be preparing for adepticon talking about you know what we think the meta would be but that doesn't really matter because adepticon's not happening um, most of the store championships are being canceled, which is probably a good thing. Um, makes me a little stir crazy, but you know, we got to endure. So not really sure what X-Wing meta stuff we should be talking about. You know, I could talk about how the resistance were of course going to win Adepticon because I'm <laughs> sure my resistance list was good enough. I mean, ZZ might, I don't think Poe would. Oh, I cut, I cut Poe. So I had a chance. John, how do you feel about the timing of uh, you You have to miss a couple weeks of Radio TCX, one of them partly due to my incompetence, um, but you miss a couple weeks and then you come back and there's really not that much to talk about. Wrecked. Yeah, it feels great. Uh, <laughs> so I come back and now we have nothing to talk about. Um, I mean, I was looking forward to Adepticon, but I think after that I was planning to kind of die down a little bit with X-Wing for a little while, just play some fun lists and not really prepare for anything because... Adepticon was the big thing coming up for us, but now I was supposed to TO a store champ next weekend. That's not happening. Um, and like our standard weekly league night isn't going to be happening for a while. So I'm a little bummed, but uh, it's kind of nice to maybe have the time if, you know, the opportunity presents itself to get together with people to like just play other games or, you know, we talked about maybe streaming some games like at your apartment, Tim. Um, so doing those kinds of things, I guess, is something to look forward to, question mark. Yeah, hopefully you guys are able to do that because that would be entertaining for me. <laughs> Give Carson that you can moderate the comments. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just troll the chat. That's That keeps me entertained. I'm super bummed about Adepticon getting canceled because like, I'm with you, John. It was really kind of like I felt like we were building up to Adepticon. Then we were going to have this big tournament, and then we do like go into the rebuild season and get ready for the next big event. And now it's looking like, I mean, Adepticon's been officially canceled. I'm not 100% sure on the uh, Alameda, California uh, event, but I'm guessing that one's probably going to get canceled because that's late April. I'm not, it might already be canceled by the time I'm talking about this. But um, 
Yeah, I, it, it's just like a weird time. Obviously, right now, I think safety is the top priority. And I would recommend, you know, if you can cancel or reschedule your store championships, that's probably a good idea um, just to stay safe out there, folks. Um, but yeah, in the meantime, we're, we're talking about some stuff right now if you're a Radio TCX fan. So we will have, we actually have a, an idea for an episode next week. So we should have some decent content coming out then. A little pivot from what we were expecting to talk about. And I think we'll maybe try to push the live streaming a little bit more. Because I feel like a couple of us uh, can meet safely locally and just, you know, get some games out there and chat about X-Wing um, while we're all kind of trapped in our houses. Right. I'm sure, you know, once um, we get through this time and, you know, we're able to start playing X-Wing again, everyone's going to be rushing out to all these events. Hopefully they're all able to reschedule. Uh, but for the time being, you know, hopefully we can still keep the excitement up uh, at least a little bit. Um, but if you guys have any ideas for fun episodes that are not super content focused, let us know. Um, I, we have a lot of ideas we are going to be brewing around, but always happy to hear new ideas. Uh, we did actually get some half-decent X-Wing uh, news this past week. Team Covenant did an interview at the uh, Gamma Convention with Steve Horvath, who's the president of Asmodee North America. Um, I think the head of publishing also. Um, and he uh, dropped in that interview that uh, basically the X-Wing product line has been set uh, with uh, Lucas Lucasfilm um, for, uh, I think, through 2023, he said. So they're planning on having content out for the next several years, um, which is exciting news. How did you guys feel about that announcement? Because it felt kind of weird because we were kind of unclear on. We saw that there was going to be a decrease in the frequency of releases, FFG said. Um, what did you guys think about that? I mean, I think it's a good sign. I know there was some concern kind of in the community floating around a couple weeks ago. Like they announced that Destiny was coming full circle and FFG announced that they were going to not do as many reprints of first edition ships. Um, and then they closed a couple departments and had some layoffs. So people were worried about like, what does the future of X-Wing look like? And I think this is a really good sign that they have decent plans and that, uh, the game we love so much isn't really planning to go anywhere, at least for the next three years. Yeah, obviously we're a little concerned beginning of this year. Um, there was a lot of concerning signs, but it is super reassuring to you know get the statement, okay, we are good to go with X-Wing for uh, the foreseeable future. Which means Radio TCX is good to you know keep doing what Radio TCX does for the foreseeable future. So we're all happy about that, of course. Yeah, really good news for people who are making X-Wing podcasts. Uh, that's certainly true. Uh, assuming that the product line isn't horribly broken, but I have a reasonable amount of confidence. You know, Von Reg was fair. I expect all the other ships to be fair, too. Um, it makes me feel better about finally getting to be, like, full-time on the podcast and now being back after, like, a three-week break, not having any content. Like, there's a future. So that's kind of nice. That's right. You know what, John? Just take the next month off, though. How about we'll just we'll call you back in once we get uh, get some more serious content. I mean, it's not like I'm going to miss anything, right? Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so that gets us to the point here where, yeah, we're all kind of uh, in the midst of the coronavirus stuff going on. Things are getting pretty serious out there. Obviously, we want everyone to stay safe. Uh, the question is, though, a lot of us are just kind of locked down in our uh, day-to-day lives, not going out, not playing at game stores, not really going out to eat anymore. Um, so I thought we could just talk about maybe divert for a few minutes from our normal X-Wing speak 
what are you guys doing other than X-Wing uh, to fill your time right now while we're all on virus lockdown? Uh, a lot of Apex. <laughs> Apex? <laughs> yep. Is that? Are they still supporting that game? Yeah, it's a great game. I mean, all those 15-year-olds that can't go to school have to have something to do. Yep, <laughs> and they crush me every day. It's great. And they get... <laughs> I'm really bad at um, first-person shooters, um, but it's fun. Yeah, I'm much better at slow turn-based games. That's my <laughs> forte. John, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been doing a lot on my Switch. So, Tim, you got me hooked on Slay the Spire. So Slay I the Spire. That yes. Pretty much like every night. Um, but I got the Crash Bandicoot trilogy remaster for the Switch for Christmas, so I've been plucking away at that. Um, Probably with all this free time, I'm going to revisit Breath of the Wild and just do like a complete restart on that game. Uh, like, oh, right on. I have yeah, so many idea. hours put into my like original run of it, and I'm I'm ready to do it again. Let's go. See, Carson, have you played Slay the Spire yet? I keep telling you to get it. No, I haven't. You, you definitely need to. Get need that to. Game. You'd love that game. But I could just do another drop in Apex. You know what I'm saying? So, but hear me out, like, the whole time we were flying to Vegas, to and from, Tim was playing this game on a Switch, and I'm sitting there reading my 40k book, and I'm thinking Tim just was like a giant nerd playing his card game on a Switch, and now I'm like totally in, man. <laughs> I've seriously sunk, I would really, like, anyone who's listening, if you can get Slay the Spire, it's on PC, it's on Switch, it is awesome, it's kind of this um, quick narrative deck building game where you start with a basic deck, you play as a character... And then you just acquire cards after each fight. And the mechanics are super... They're pretty streamlined, but they're super interesting. Um, and I i think I've honestly put in over 200 hours on it in the last several months. Just because I'd play like an hour a day to get a run through or lose. Uh, the game gets super hard too. So if you're a fan, like it starts out, you get used to it. And then they keep upping the difficulty every time you play again. Um, Garson, you really need to play this. Especially with your card game background. Look, I mean... Give me two more days of this um, isolation stuff, and yeah, like I'll I'll probably break and do whatever. Um, so any <laughs> game will be entertaining. Tim, what's your general strat in Slay the Spire? Like, what's your goal each time? Oh my gosh! So um, I like really like efficiency decks like that get real streamlined. So I will just constantly ditch cards like top priority. If I can trash a card for my deck, I will to the point where I often lose before the end of the first act just because I'm over aggressive on it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, but it's also like if you want to go the distance, you kind of have to do that. You have to lose a bunch to get that deck that's just like perfect to go all the way. Um, I'm yeah. up to like Ascension 10 on the Ironclad. Nice. Um, which the game get like I played a normal playthrough after doing the Ascensions. Like, a normal playthrough is super easy now, which is funny because like the first time I played the game, I barely got anywhere and I was like, how is this possible? Um, it is so good though. Like the three characters are all really fun and interesting. Like I kind of had favorites at first, but now it's pretty equal across all three of them. I know there's mm -hmm. even a fourth character on the PC version. So hopefully that'll make its way over to switch here soon. But, um, yeah, that like a video game recommendations I have right now, I'm playing the Witcher three cause I never played that right now, which is fun, but it's just, you know, uh, RPG open world RPG. So of course that's going to be great. Um, but yeah, for like quick games, I mean, you can, I can do a playthrough of, slay the spire and win sometimes in like 40 minutes which is perfect for me yep it's quick 
Any any board games though, guys? Because like right now, uh, my fiance got me a game called Everdell uh, for Christmas, which is this. I look up a look up a playthrough of Everdell because it is actually awesome. The art is fantastic. You play as different little tribes of uh, anthropomorphic woodland creatures. So I was playing as turtles the other day. I'm in. It, no, it's great. You get to build a giant cardboard tree, uh, which I know Carson would appreciate because he's all about aesthetics. Yeah, that sounds cool. And um, it's kind of a mix of um, it's almost. If any, have either of you played Dice City? Yes. Yes, Dice City is the best. I get really no, excited. No, so about it's that kind game. of a. Yeah, so Dice City is a great game too, but it kind of takes that mechanic of you're like you're building your city up, so you're playing different critters and you're playing different locations. Um, you get four different types of resources, which like the game is all about the aesthetics too. Like the mechanics are solid, but the resource tokens are like these little molded twigs and little um, rubber berries that you use, and that's how you play cards. And it's just got nice. this really cool. It's a like a point getting game, but it's just got this really cool aesthetic, and the way the turns are structured are great because you play across like four seasons, and each season you get more little workers to place, and like the first cool. turn, like you're playing. The first season, you play, like, three cards, so you have to be very particular. And then by the end of the game, you're, like, like really trying to figure out how to maximize how to use all your workers and all your resources. Um, it is awesome. It looks great. It plays super great. I'm excited to play it every time. So, like, if you have a chance to get a copy of Everdell, I'd really recommend it. Yeah, that does sound sweet. Um, I have been playing some Mysterium. That one's a pretty cool Ooh, one. And it also that's good. has nice. very good aesthetics. Uh, and it's actually like a pretty fun cooperative game. I feel like the play style is kind of like um, code names, but cooperatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just really cool kind of psychedelic art that you have to interpret, um, which is fun. So it's a fun challenge, and the whole game is just really pretty. It's got nice components, great art. Um. And I think, you know what, cooperative games, I think, you know, it's a, it's a good thing to do right now. Let's just, you know, all be in this together <laughs> and find solutions together. You know what I'm saying? The top pick for that, right? Wouldn't that be Pandemic Legacy? But I guess after that, we can go to Mysterium. <laughs> I know. I've kind of wanted to pick up another copy of Pandemic Legacy right now. That I've been game, tempted. That game is so good. Pandemic Legacy is one of my favorite board game experiences. Have either of you ever played like the Tiny Epic games? It's like Tiny Epic Galaxies, I think, is probably the most popular one. Uh, no. I've heard of them. I see. I've seen them at like Fantasy Flight. Are they pretty yeah, good? Yeah, I I love them. I've got I think three different ones. So I've got Tiny Epic Mechs, which is super fun because you're just a little meeple and you like upgrade and you can get in a mech suit and you fight people. Um, so that one's not co-op, but uh, I've got Tiny Epic Kingdoms and Tiny Epic Defenders as well. And in Tiny Epic Defenders, it's co-op, and you're trying to defend regions against different enemies. And what's cool about some of the Tiny Epic games is, like, you actually get a little meeple to play with, right? And then when you upgrade and get items, there's actual little items that come in the game that you can, like, stick to your meeple. So he's actually, like, holding oh, right stuff. On. Yeah, so in That's Tiny Epic Max, you can get, like, sh- uh, like, guns and, like, a sword. And then when you upgrade into your mech suit, which it comes with the little plastic mech suit, you can put other weapons on it. And then in Tiny Epic Defenders, you can get, like, um, there's, like, a, a giant flagon of beer that you can carry or, like, angel wings, <laughs> so that kind of stuff. Like, it's pretty sweet. Which one? Okay, so if I'm going to pick up one of those, which one would you recommend me starting with? Um, hmm. 
I think I've played Tiny Epic Mechs the most, and everyone I've played it with has really enjoyed it. Um, and I mean, any of them have really good replayability. Um, so I'd start with Tiny Epic Mechs. That one's a great one. I think you can get it on Amazon for like 20 bucks. You've got our quarantine board game recommendations there. Everdell from me. Carson's recommending Mysterium. And then John's recommending uh, Tiny Epic Mechs. Uh, we want to hear your recommendations, too, because we're all, we're big board game fans. It's not just X-Wing for us. So uh, let us know what you're doing in these quarantine time. What board games, what video games are you playing? Throw that up on our Facebook page. Yep. Give us suggestions, because I think we're going to burn through all of them pretty quick here in the next few weeks. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX that was like mostly X-Wing content and then some board game talk. Um, if you like the show, please go on to facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. If you like listening to the show, you can go on iTunes and give us a five-star review saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash Radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Uh, keep that social distancing just far enough that you can play board games with other people. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Hopefully we'll have something special for you in this time of uh, kind of an X-Wing lull. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.